0: hey everyone welcome to another episode of movie mastery it is the show where we watch the movies that you ask us to i don't know we decided that was a good idea i'm john your host with me as always is my co-host jeff
1: no it was a terrible idea
0: no it really was we should have just picked movies that we should do instead of being like you guys do it
1: i mean i understand why we did it it was to generate i mean there's so many bad movie podcasts that we needed some kind of gimmick to bother with doing this at all. And that was the gimmick. But oh, yeah. right away, we started to realize that people will just send us things that aren't even moving.
0: I mean, the big issue is, at first, it was like, ha, this is sort of a tie-in with the whole RPG thing, because I'll roll a die to see what movie we're going to watch. But now there's like 200 and some odd movies, and I can't do that, and I just have to use a Google random number gem. And honestly, no one knows. I could pick a movie... At random out of my ass instead of even looking at the list no one would know but i don't the list and it's all it's all part of <laughs> my commitment to this bit that i won't even not do the thing i said when it doesn't matter anymore
1: it's weird because it's all part of my rock and roll fantasy oh really yeah, no it is. Uh, I I hadn't mentioned that before. Honestly, I I'll be honest with you John, I completely forgotten that it was originally a role playing game thing that was the reason we did the stupid random roll. That <laughs> escaped oh, yeah. my mind.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't just like, oh, we're going to have, you know, some movies and, you know, we'll we'll pick one. It was like, aha, we have, you know, f- 10 movies, I'll roll a d10. Yeah,
1: god, that is that is, I don't remember half the reason we do anything on the show. I have to look at like our old Patreon goals sometimes to be, oh, that's why we do a thing. Ah, because because people gave us six hundred dollars. Hmm. Hmm. I remember now.
0: I remember. I'll do just
1: about anything for six hundred dollars.
0: Hell yeah, that's why I'm like, hey, the government thanks for six hundred dollars.
1: You're only getting $600? What did you do wrong? Are you just making way too much money on the podcast? I mean, I'm not making
0: anything off of it. I haven't gotten shit since the first stimulus check. So, actually, fuck you, the government.
1: (laughs) I'm due the $1,400. It just hasn't shown up yet because of the direct deposit setup. Eh. I gotta wait forever for my paper check.
0: So we, uh...
1: You oh know, yeah! It's, right. we like two and a
0: half minutes. <laughs> Fucking our movie this week is Star Wars: The Clone Wars, mm-hmm. which not the TV show, uh, either of them. <laughs> the two different TV <laughs> yes. shows called Star Wars: Clone Wars, yeah, also not Star the Wars: Tart- The Clone Wars, the video game.
1: Yeah, or Star Wars: Attack of the Clones, the live action movie.
0: No, this was a 2008 computer graphics oddly put out in theaters movie where it as far as i know flopped
1: yeah i don't believe it did especially well you'd think it would have done okay because while like you were saying it's not connected to either of the tv shows called the clone wars it technically is a feature length movie based on the second of the clone wars tv show. yeah like it uses so... those those art assets and voice talents and all that stuff
0: Yeah, there was the 2008, you can tell the difference because one is Star Wars, Clone Wars, and one is Star Wars, The Clone Wars.
1: The Clone Wars, yes.
0: (laughs) And the 2008 series was sort of like the, here's the full story, and here's just a movie for, like, a long-ass episode of this show, and we're going to put it out. And I mean, it it didn't flop in the commercial sense. Like, it made, I think, Sixty-eight million, and it had a budget of like eight point five, so it did fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, granted, that's not Star Wars money though, which is why they didn't keep doing this.
0: Oh yeah, no, Star Wars films gross an assload of money, and this was just like, oh, we we made some money back, okay? And like, oh, we only made a several million instead of like a billion dollars. Fuck it.
1: And also, this isn't this is a weird little movie because it exists in the period before Disney bought Star Wars. Yes. So that it, it's like the last movie that had Star Wars a, as a name released under Lucas and his own kind of, you know, with Fox Studios and all that. This is like the last one. And it kind of, uh, yeah, it made money, but not enough that they were going to do it again. And it kind of disappeared with a wet fart.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the problem with the movie, I mean, obviously we are going to get into the full spoiler review once we get a little break, but it's... I, I don't know. I'm sure there are people that actually really like this animation style. I think it looks like fucking garbage.
1: Yeah, I have that same problem. And I'll definitely get into what I uh, the problems with it on the other side of uh, especially this movie, which is kind of Dooku heavy. And I don't know why they decided to do what they did with Dooku, but he looks like a moai statue with a tiny little body.
0: Yeah, anyone with a beard especially is just like, I've got a weird jaw to me. Like I'm very yeah. angular.
1: Yeah, I don't like the way just about anyone. If uh, the people fucking love Ahsoka Tano, and I, 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 I gotta be honest, I've watched four or five episodes of the old show with her in them, and I'm not, I'm not getting it. She, she just seems like you know standard hyper competent young protagonist from a kid's TV show to me. And yeah, I I, d- I, I guess people really like those.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can at least understand it being like, hey, this is. The first time that you're really going to see a female Jedi on a big screen, that's a big deal for some people. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like the character is any great shakes. I mean, it's not like Anakin as a character is any great shakes either. It's not like this is anything to do with oh i don't like a lady jedi i don't like anyone fuck star wars have i mentioned that star wars is dumb
1: <laughs> it's getting worse i will t- I mean honestly i'm surprised that we haven't seen the announcement of a new animated star wars feature uh i mean we had that there since disney bought it is what i'm talking about like there was that lego star wars holiday special that was on disney plus yeah but i keep expecting that at some point they're gonna you know probably Try to apologize to Lord Miller for pulling him off solo by giving them a Disney, uh, Star Wars cartoon. And it's just weird that it hasn't happened yet.
0: Yeah. Hopefully eh.
1: they'll be like, fuck you.
0: I mean, they definitely are like, nah, we ain't making Clone Wars stuff. We've got a new clone high to do.
1: They are making Clone Wars stuff. There was a whole new season of the show on Disney+. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you mean Lord and Miller, not Disney. No, yes, you're right. That's Lord and Miller I'm talking are busy about. and successful. And I'm sure that that kind of burned on them, because Solo was supposed to be a Lord and Miller kind of, you know, a little bit of comedy in your Star Wars. And then they got some old guy who had been at Star Wars for fucking forever, got cold feet, and was like, no, pull him. We'll leave a bunch of weird mumbled half jokes in the movie, and otherwise we'll make it the most boring movie you've ever seen.
0: Hell Yeah. <laughs>
1: But that's got nothing to do with what we watched. We watched a movie about uh, I I don't know, tr- trade routes.
0: So, uh, non-spoiler review. I it this movie gets a ton of bad reviews and I can see why. It's ugly and dumb and I don't like it, but <laughs> that's my non-spoiler review.
1: I think the the best review I've seen of it was from George Lucas himself who called the movie an after Oh, yeah. He was just like, "Yeah, whatever."
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean the I... fact that it seemed like they wanted to make this a movie to be like, oh, you know, see this in between episode two and three so you actually know what the fuck, Clone Wars, but then it wasn't that. And I'm like, No, it's three years after
1: it. Reve- it's three years after Revenge of the It's 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 just a weird little hanger on. It's like a wart on the Star Wars franchise, and now I can tell you all about it. Uh shall we?
0: I guess. God damn. I don't want to. Okay, whatever. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with the full spoiler review of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the movie. I
1: think I'm a clone now. There's always two of me just hanging around. I think I'm a clone now. All right.
0: We are back and ready mm-hmm. to get into it with this <laughs> animated clone wars film which d- did not take place after the uh return of the sith oh it took yeah. place you know after no the...
1: there's a we had a minor discrepancy of of uh, understanding there you were saying chronologically in the events of star wars history it takes place between episodes 2 and 3 which is correct yes. i was saying theatrical release dates, this came out three years after Revenge of the Sith. That's all.
0: Good, yeah. news. Good news, we're both right. I mean, right. I was mostly just like, oh, this gets to backfill you information that you didn't get that you should have got, because the jump between, like, 1 and 2 and 2 and 3 are both like, what the fuck
1: happened? I mean, let's be honest, though. Do you feel better off knowing what you know now? Like, do you feel more connected no. to episode 3?
0: Well, that's the thing, is it's not exactly like, oh, yes, this was a well-made and thought-out idea that we wanted to do this. Like, I agree. This is sort of an afterthought. So it's not like, ah, this was the theatrical release that people were begging for.
1: Yeah, no, it's... I mean, I get why they did it, and on, I, I kind of appreciate it. Uh, But like I was saying, I've never liked this series. I, I Honestly, I, just about the only Star Wars cartoon I've ever cared for at all is the the jendy Tartakovsky micro-series. Uh, they are all this one included, and I know people are going to fight me on this because they always do, they are all pitched too young for me. Uh, I I like Mm. my Star Wars pitched. You know, I'm sure kids love the movies, and I have no problem with that, but adults also can watch the movies and have a good time where these shows, adults, you're like, oh, God, the lesson is sharing again. Another Mm. episode Mm. about the importance of believing in yourself. (laughs) And also, the animation got real cheap real fast. They go to a lot of empty fucking planets.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, the animation of this type for this movie and the show, I'm like, I know it probably isn't, it just feels very cheap.
1: No, I'm sure it's crazy expensive. But CGI is this weird thing where there's such a vast gulf between CGI that's worth it and CGI that absolutely is not.
0: Yeah, I would... A million times rather have like a standard sort of animation look, even if you're like, "Oh, we're we're enhancing things and making it easier with computer graphics." Not everything is hand drawn, obvious. Yeah, that's fine. Do it
1: in fucking flash. But when you're like,
0: everything is 3D modeled,
1: and it and it all looks ridiculous. Everybody in this looks like a caricature of themselves.
0: Yes, I mean in the sense of everyone looks like they went to the beach and someone drew them with a tennis racket caricature.
1: That's what I meant. I meant literal caricature. Like Dooku especially, and I already called him out in the intro, Dooku really looks like like they got a caricature artist to do it. They were like, well, let's just animate that. And by animate that, I mean kind of put his head on a stick and wave the stick around. We don't need to move his mouth (laughs) or anything. (laughs) The only characters that are really immune to this are the characters where you don't know better, like Ahsoka, because up until Rosario Dawson, there was no one live action playing her, so you didn't have expectations.
0: Oh, yeah. And I mean, the the general, like, stormtrooper type stuff where it's just, like, the helmet, you know, that's fine. You're not having to do anything like make someone look like a realistic person, so it's fine. You just have a helmet and you can animate that helmet and it's whatever. Right. The clone trooper. But anytime have it's have someone look. you know,
1: mm-hmm. you're like, oh,. God, why? The problem is a lot of the important clone troopers keep taking their helmets off. And then you're like, oh, that doesn't look like young Tim aware. That doesn't look like him at all.
0: Oh, what are you doing?
1: You ruined everything with your Rexes and Cody's. And I don't know what the fuck. Well, there's one named Rex and one named Cody. That much I know because I've seen the action figures and shit for and because they're mm-hmm. in this movie. They are prominently featured yes. in this film.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry.
1: Uh, so as to the I don't know that it's a Star Wars film, so it's got the opening crawl uh, and it is it is not uh, not a promising opening crawl because <laughs> it's just like, no, hey, guess what? Now trade lanes are a thing. The people, the trading commissions and the banking clans and stuff are controlling these hyperspace lanes. And you're like, ah, geez, more more planet politics. That, that's what killed the Clone Wars in the first place.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the pro- it's basically like, hey, you remember how very disappointed and boring the uh episode one with its trade nonsense was. What if that but now animated and nobody you know is back except for for some reason Samuel L. Jackson and Christopher Lee. I think I mean I guess Anthony Daniels. I'm
1: pretty sure Temuera Morrison is also is that wrong? Oh I'm not seeing his name on there. Oh my gosh. I could have sworn that was him.
0: Yeah, nobody is back except for Jackson and Lee And Daniel, and I don't know why.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, a lot of them are back from their appearances on the TV show. Does that make you feel better? Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll be actually that makes a lot more sense. I would rather have these people voicing this version of the character because that's who voices them on the TV show. Then Yeah, but I I mean I get it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I just for a theatrical I think my problem is I went into this thinking, ah yes, a movie and not, ooh. A big episode of the TV show.
1: This is like the twelfth time that movie mastery has been about the big, a big episode of a TV show.
0: I know. It just and it going. always gets me.
1: But Matt, this thing was made on an eight million dollar budget. If they actually had Ewan McGregor, it'd be on like a thirty million dollar. <laughs> bu- that's that. That's what would happen.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I get it. I get
1: <laughs> it. Ugh. All right. So the other thing that we get mentioned in the opening narration is Jabba is now involved. Uh, and I know he was in Phantom Menace, like you could see him for like a split second at the Ubuntu classic pod race. But uh mm. but now apparently Jabba the Hutt's son has been kidnapped. Uh Oh no, and- <laughs> no. Yeah. So and apparently and that's important enough to be in the opening crawl, so you know you're in for a good time with what what you have to assume is gonna be an awful looking baby hut.
0: Oh yeah. And it it's a, a just a little nasty boy.
1: He looks like a comma. Like the the article of punctuation,
0: ah, not the weapon.
1: Yeah, he does not look like a comma. He looks like a comma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he looks like Akuma?
1: He looks like Akuma. Yeah, he's got a little sh- gi, and it says what is it, demon or whatever, on his back in in, in kanji. I don't. He's remember. got that ball necklace. Someone's gonna get mad at me about what the hell that says. He's got that giant <laughs> ball necklace. Yeah, and then if it's Street Fighter Five, his eyes are like comically too far apart, where he kind of looks like a weird hammerhead shark man. Like they fucked up uh, Akuma in Street <laughs> Fighter Five. <laughs> Uh, but <sighs> yes.
0: The uh, were you done with the the crawl? Oh Didn't yeah,
1: we? that that's everything in the crawl. I'm done talking about the crawl. Okay.
0: So yeah, we get uh our main jedis, Obi Wan and uh Anakin, and oh boy, they get they get to have Ahsoka Tano join them. Who's like, hey, what up?
1: Yeah, hi there. I'm Ahsoka. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Yeah, and and I'm here and I'm swinging around and and I'm I'm actually I was unclear on this because I'm used to Ahsoka at this point. I've seen her enough times in various things. I thought she had two white lightsabers, but that must come later because here she's just got a green one.
0: See, that's the thing is having no idea about anything from the show. I was like, okay, sure, why not?
1: Well, I mean, even, I don't know anything. I mean, Ahsoka's the 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 character who has managed to jump from this show to you know live action now. And she had two white lightsabers on that show. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember kind of hearing that white lightsabers are kind of her jam. And uh, Yeah, I'll
0: go ahead and be honest with you. I stopped watching The Mandalorian in season one after like four or five episodes, maybe, because... Even good Star Wars stuff, I'm still just like, I don't know, maybe Expounded Universe has grumped me up on Star Wars a little too much, but I'm just like, I don't think it can't be.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe it's just the show that's doing it to you. Mandalorian is actually very good.
0: Oh, it is. Thing is, I watched the first four or five episodes and I was like, that's pretty good. And then I stopped and didn't come back to it for a few days and went, oops, now I don't care anymore.
1: So it's, it's got a very similar staff, too. The uh, the director of this is heavily involved in Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. This Dave, is a uh, Dave, Dave Filoni. Filoni joint. Yeah. And he did. He's just like a Star Wars legendarium at this point. Like he knows everything about everything. And it's always funny to me whenever whenever you see him out live and in the world, like he's been on uh, on Jon Favreau's food show and he's just like, hey, anybody I meet, I immediately offer them a role in a Star Wars show. <sighs> hey, everybody, you want to be a voice? You want to be in this thing? Like, that's how Favreau got involved in Star Wars at all. Is he met this guy at a party or something and he was like, Can I use you as a Mandalorian voice? And he was like, Sure, whatever, I don't care. And that's that's how Favreau got involved. Great. Anyway, uh, they are taking over they they are taking back some planet from the what do you even call them? The separatists. Yes. So
0: There's- there is uh the planet christ Christoph,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, the the, the it's it's Christoph Christophsis, I think.
0: Christophs' Bix.
1: It's it, it's Christobix. Christobel.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, they're taking over the planet weed-a-bix <laughs> and Anakin's got to be saddled with Ahsoka as his Padawan, even though it feels like Anakin is still sort of. <laughs> obi-wan's padawan
1: yeah that is kind of weird right are they running out i mean order 66 hasn't happened yet are they running out of jedi where they got to start giving she's like a grand padawan
0: oh yeah it's weird because even though you're like no Atticus still like not really a padawan but
1: not yet a woman
0: he's, he's very like new to the whole jedi knight thing i mean they they do grant him the title of master, but he doesn't get a seat on the council. Or they, he gets a seat, but not the title of the Whatever.
1: Imagine being assigned to him, how disappointed you are. You're like, ah, oh, that fucking guy, man. I don't have oh, yeah. rat tail and the attitude, and he's constantly hanging around that one lady, to, even though he knows and she knows that he knows that they can't get down. This is unpleasant. I don't want to be a part of this.
0: You ever have a job where you're direct supervisor or manager is like the same age or younger than you. Yeah. I feel like it's gotta be like one of those where you're like, Oh, why should I listen to this douchebag?"
1: <laughs> yeah. I've had that problem a thousand times. Oh but, yeah. Cause I had to get that. I, I had that parachute job. I needed a while back when I, I need, I just got a job at Trader Joe's cause I was desperate and because they were like, Oh, we're not really hiring right now. So we're just going to offer you a super low wage. And then, uh, They changed the structure after they hired me so that I was trapped with a low wage and everyone hired after me was given a higher starting wage and we all got the same raises every time. So they'd always be like, hey, go talk to Jeff. He's a major expert. He'll teach you how to do everything. Also, just so you know, while he's doing so, he'll make $3 an hour less than you and there's nothing we're willing to do about it.
0: You should have been like, can I quit and get rehired?
1: I tried that. They said, no. 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 No.
0: You can't do that. That wouldn't be good. I'm John Mullaney, and I'm in charge of this trader Joe's.
1: <laughs> uh anyway, they they fight a bunch of I mean let, let, let's be honest, there's not that much interesting that they they get in fights with. It's it's uh, it, uh it, the army in this case is called the Retail Caucus which how the, how are they so good at making up boring names for for armies at this point in Star Wars?
0: Oh yeah. I mean again, it's the fact that you're just like, "Oh, it's Two disposable armies running at each other, and one of them is slightly more boring because they don't have Jedi on their side.
1: Yeah, instead they had, you know, it was the same thing that's in every one of these fights. You got clone troopers, not clone troopers, they're the good guys. Uh, You got battle droids, super battle droids, uh, uh, geonosians, because you've always got to have some bugs running around, and uh, some new thing, the spindly-legged idiot droid with, like, a barrel for a body. I think it was yeah, literally just I mean, a retail droid. I think it was, like, like it when it's not shooting at you, it's selling stuff.
0: <laughs> pew, pew. Have you tried new Blasto-Cola?
1: <laughs> 10% off for anyone I don't mortally wound.
0: It shoots you, and then you look down, and it's just a coupon, and you're like, what the
1: fuck? I mean, no joke. If you if you get a chance to look at these things, they have, like, a pop top for a head. They look like a can of soda that's been animated as a robot. It's it's, it- it's wonderful. <laughs> But anyway, you get to watch everybody slice these up real good. And uh, it seems like some of the- Mostly,
0: run- hmm? I was going to say, mostly this is just a chance for Ahsoka to be like, ah, I'm actually cool. I am I know what I'm doing and I'm a badass and I really probably shouldn't be your apprentice, but hey, look at me. And then, you know, everyone gets to be like, ah, yes, I hated you, but now I, I agree with you. You're good and I'm- I, I think you're very cool and muscly.
1: Yeah, and, and ultimately, this is this is just another excuse for Anakin to be petulant at the beginning. I mean, uh, uh, admittedly, uh, I, my understanding is he eventually comes to really like Ahsoka, but uh, at the beginning, he's just like, uh, I don't find myself in need of an apprentice. You know, it's just, uh, Master, I don't <laughs> want to train someone. I want to spend more of my time braiding my rat tail and dreaming about that girl.
0: I I think that I should be... A- not teaching people because look at her she's a smelly girl (laughs) i don't want her in our clubhouse
1: that's why i named it gross or get rid of slimy girls (laughs) and this fight just Uh. goes on for far too long uh it, it it very much has a video game feel from like i would say maybe a playstation 2 game where a lot of it is like ahsoka i need you to get to that ledge and then i will open the big gate by running behind the thing with the blue key.
0: Quick, I need to get over here, but there are so many lasers. Can you press square to block the lasers with your lightsaber?
1: <laughs> and they eventually when they win, it I don't know, they, they you get to see a couple of the clone troopers take off their helmets and be all happy about it. Uh it's and then we cut to a uh, there Yoda shows up and I think he's more or less just there to confirm that yes Ahsoka is going to be his Padawan going and then it's off for a Dooku like thing because I guess Dooku's kind of the core villain here.
0: Well, yeah, I mean I think Yoda's basically just like, hey, did you know that I'm here for exposition time? This is Ahsoka Tano. Yes, you have to deal with her. Hey, did you know that a baby hut was taken? You should deal with that. Anyway, I'm Yoda, bye.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should probably get to the core, like, thing in this, which is uh, basically Dooku's plan is to try subterfuge and deception to get the Huts to join the the whole Separatist army.
0: Well, yeah, because at this point, the huts are just opportunistic. Like, you know, they're all just, we will sell to both sides. We don't take a side in anything. We're just going to make as much profit out of you know, selling guns and having mercenaries and whatnot as we can. Right. But Dooku's like, ooh, if I can get them all pissed off at the Republic, then they'll tip the balance on the side of the Separatists.
1: Which makes I mean, honestly makes perfect sense to me as a thing that, that uh, the Separatists would try. Like, they're already a collection of, like, bizarre capitalist aliens. <laughs> Getting the huts would make perfect sense for them.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, considering that they're all just like, ah, we're the trade federation and a bunch of like banking guys. And it makes sense for us to take, you know, us arms dealers and gangsters who are all about money and join us. Cause we're just, we're money times the company of doing wars. But the problem Here is we go,
1: maybe it's just me. And you can, you can tell me one way or the other on this, this plan feels stupid because ultimately his goal is to kidnap Jabba's kid. And I mean, first of all, I didn't know Jabba had a kid. This is news to me. Uh, but second, Jabba doesn't feel like he should be all that important to Hut governance. Like, I- You'd think that, but he's, you know, the Hut anyone knows, yeah. so of course he is in charge of all Huts. Right, exactly. He's like the most influential Hut. But I'm like, if he's the most influential Hut, why does he live in a gang war on a backwater desert nothing planet? Why is- oh,
0: because <laughs> that's where we saw him originally, so it doesn't make sense for him to be somewhere else, even though the reason he should be there is because... It's a place where he can do his business away from the Empire.
1: And presumably, whatever, from other huts like that's the big there's no other huts in that palace. Y- you'd assume if he was like king of the huts, there'd be a few more around. But he he does not like either. They don't like him or he doesn't like them, because uh, when you first meet Jabba, he's just surrounded by like Gran and uh Schist of Enons and all kinds of crap like that. Sir, oh, no, not just a venom, but you know what I mean. Uh, certainly not huts, and he's not on Nar Shaddan. He's not on, not on Nal Hutta. He's on Tatooine. He, he's clearly a backwoods hut.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, if nothing else, he's definitely like a hut separatist who's like, oh, I'm going to go my own way. I don't need you guys. Yeah. But again, because he's the hut we've heard of, mm-hmm. and because we know he was on Tatooine. He has to be the most important hut, and he has to still be on Tatooine.
1: Yeah, and in an attempt to, I, I, I assume that this is part of what legitimizes the whole. Like, why would they go after Jabba at all? Uh, there's Jabba's. I don't even know if he's like his actually brother or or maybe half brother or whatever. Which is this uh, uh, this guy named Zero the Hut that's a character that's in this movie. And boy, oh boy, like I, I get the impression that they couldn't figure out what to do to make a movie with more than one hut. Because they were like, "Well, yeah, what if we make it?" Yeah, because you got to be
0: like, "How do we tell these huts apart?" All right, well, we got a small one, we got Jabba, and we got a lady one. Oh, how do we do another guy?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and that's that's our big chance to learn that, of course, Jabba's got. If he has a son, he's got to have like a wife. I mean, oh, yeah, which isn't even canon. My understanding is that huts are like they choose their gender presentation and they're hermaphroditic and can do like uh, like hermaphroditic birth. If they want to, they don't really need to meet to mate or anything. But of course here we have like, oh no, he's got a brother and a mother-in-law and a wife.
0: Yeah. For some reason, they really wanted to get into like the hut family tree for some reason.
1: Yeah. No, there's way more hut names being mentioned here than you used to. And, you know, obviously every one of them gets their whole full name set. And because they're all from the same clan, you hear a lot of desilogic here. But so yeah, in te- and go they've got,
0: they've got just no imagination because you're like, Ah, it's Jabba and his kid Rabba. and I mean at least is like his uncle Zero and his uncle's kid Biro. <laughs> like, <laughs> god damn it, come on!
1: Do you do you guys name your 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 rhyme your kids' names? Is that like a Hut thing? No, no, it's not. It's purely coincidental. Uh, do we no, even do no we relation. even get? I mean, I, I I thought the Jabba's wife thing was hilarious. I don't even I don't know if that's what she is or not. They don't say in the movie, but but certainly she's. She's a female Jabba. Like the only de- you can tell that she's a Jabba because she has big old eyelashes, big oh, old yeah. comedy eye. I'm surprised they didn't stick a bow on her.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> like just be like, ah, uh, what else can we do? Let's, I don't know, put the Hut in a dress. Maybe that'll get the the thing across. And they're like, no, that's weird.
1: Can't do that one. That's too much. We'll just give her big old eyelashes and and uh, also a lot of eyeshadow. shadow. <laughs> So there's no, mis- <laughs> I like to think that her name is probably just like Jabet. Oh, of course. Yeah. That makes the most sense. But you certainly don't get to hear it in the movie. No. Uh, But anyway, that's not even what's going on. I mean, we, we, we have learned at this point that the plan was to steal this kid, uh, rob a, Ra, Ra uh, rowdy, Ra, Rada Roda Piper and, and blame it on the Jedi.
0: Yes. That's our, that's our plan. And you know, it's mostly a Dooku thing. That he's like, all right, cool, let's do this. Mm-hmm. But he's got zero, I think, is in on it as well. So it's just like zero wants to do it so he can. Oh, that be that's right. I want the to... king of the huts. Yeah,
1: because right now he's like an important hut, but he could be more important. Uh, and and we got to talk about how he is cr- completely different looking. He is dark blue, hmm, uh, hmm, hmm. and he's got like a feather headdress on, which I was like, dude, that's in poor taste. Come on, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're dark.
0: Just a a big old, big old headdress and a monocle. I'm like, you've got too many things. Pick a thing. Too
1: much head accessorizing. And he's like, it's hot stuff. If I don't have lots of stuff on my face, you won't be able to tell me from Jabba. And I'm like, no, I will. You look like you had a bird shit your tattoo on. So I, I, I think I'd understand.
0: Honestly, it's he feels like the man with the golden gun where it's like, what's your deal? Oh, I kill people with a golden gun. All right. Oh, also, uh, I only do it for like specifically a million dollars and nothing else. All right. Also, I have a third nipple. Why do you have so many things? Pick one. Too many
1: things. <laughs> uh, and so Dooku, he's got the regular cast of bad guy characters involved from this era here. Uh, we get to see Asajj Ventress. She's in this. She's got a new little toady guy. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't remember his. I'm sorry. I think his name was Warm. Just like. Warm, like like maybe he was just kind of warm. Yeah. Uh, and and she's maybe kind of warm. She's and she's part of the plan. Which she her job is mostly just to make sure that nothing happens. Uh, to to interrupt the plan in the movie. Yeah. And boy,
0: howdy, does she. really succeed at that
1: she's really good at it she's every time anyone's like hey let's have an important conversation she just kind of shows up and she's just heavy breathes behind them and like oh, this is uncomfortable let's go somewhere else uh, i don't like no her 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 job is to either retrieve or kill uh R- robbie R rollo R- 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 rowdy robbie rowdy robbie yeah it's
0: her job to go get rollo the hut yeah
1: well because the problem is that the jedi now have him like originally on the planet, Christopher the Jedi had, or, or sorry, the Separatists had Radda, and they were holding him there. Uh, and then Anakin and Ahsoka and so on get this this Hut Kid, and they're like, "Well, uh, now we have the Hut Kid, and now it's Ventress has to go get the Hut Kid, and uh, but they need to get him back to Jabba, but right now Jabba thinks that they stole him, so it's going to be tricky for them to return."
0: Yeah, and the, I mean, the one of the big issues here is. This movie kind of does, like, what the novels do, where they're like, let's have everyone go off on their own adventure. Only one of them actually matters and is remotely interesting, but we're still going to check in with, like, oh, Obi-Wan had to go do politics, and he's got a politics as hard as he can. Meanwhile, Padme's off, and ooh, man she's a senator and she's got to talk to the Senate. And you're like, oh,
1: I don't care. Yeah, she keeps. And, and that's also, that's where they've stuck Jar Jar in this one is she's kind of like, or she's, she, he's kind of like Padme's adjutant or something. Uh, I, I know that that's what he ended up being in the last movie. So it makes the most sense, but yeah, he's kind of studying at her feet in this to become a a, a diplomat. And it's awful.
0: Oh yeah. Every time we get to go back, well, get to have to go back to Padme, it's just oh i'm so worried about anakin my secret husband i should do something oh but i can't because everyone will know then jar jar what do you think misa farting <laughs>
1: <laughs> misa tink any okay okie day he's like oh shut up just shut up for five minutes
0: just please why
1: <laughs> oh uh,
0: let's go my tongue let's got go stuck try in and Let's go try to talk to the huts here on Coruscant. Ookie Dukes. Oh no. The poodoo on me hoopsies.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz there there's a scene where she needs to approach the uh like the senators representing Nel Hutta, which are another pair of kind of obviously they they do a whole like gangster thing for these two characters where uh and I'm I'm going to go ahead and say it they are basically cribbing Looney Tunes here because they've got the the bigger, dumber hut and the smaller, smarter hut. And one of them's obviously doing the, the kind of Al Capone thing, which sounds yeah. it sounds pretty great in Hut E's. I'll be honest with you when he's just like, uh, and you're like, oh, I get it. I get what he's doing.
0: I see what you're doing here because they're all gangsters, and you decided to finally do the one gangster voice anyone knows.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, well, thankfully, we don't get anyone being like, Oodahoodah offer, you can't reuse. So oh, yeah. That's that's something. We only have to deal with the Al Capone voice. And kind of the bug the Looney Tunes mugsy voice for the other one, because he's a comically dumb hut, which I get that that's a classic comedy duo. The, the the little tiny Al Capone gangster and his giant idiot henchman. But how did that guy get elected senator? I guess he's just like I mean, the I, Matt I, Gates of Nalhutta.
0: Hutta. Ah, topical. <laughs> I have to assume it was just oh, this is my like vice president of the Senate. Cause like, you can understand why the little guy got in, but the big idiot guy is just like, what it, did you just get in on the same ticket? What's going on here? No, There's
1: definitely gotta be, a, they didn't put it in the movie, but there definitely has to be a scene where he pulls Padme aside. And is like, I see you all also suffer from idiot adjutant problems. They gave you a, they <laughs> gave you a, a, the worst Gungan in all of, uh, on all of Naboo that, yeah, you should see what they stuck me with.
0: Yeah. I've got The Worst Hut. <laughs> a children's book, The Worst Hut.
1: Come Bantha poo boss. Yep, yeah, yep, yep, Bantha Poodoo. Uh-huh, thank you. It's all he ever says. Yep. See? Yep. <laughs> uh, and, and she also gets to the only meeting that we really have in this was Sidious. We get to see him for a brief moment, and she goes and talks to him with... And I don't think I've ever seen specifically a Sidious and Jar Jar interaction before, and that was kind of fun. Yeah, I don't think they ever do anything outside of this yeah this is i mean i'm pretty sure because it the the whole thing with revenge of the sith which again i'll, I'll go ahead and say it off the record just like john i saw it once at theaters and never again uh there jar jar is walking around with his ha- ha- like uh ears tied behind his back like that makes him look respectable or something in that movie and i think he's serving as the voice of padme or whatever uh and I, there may be a scene where sidious him. i don't remember but here, he's mostly just sort of amused by Jar Jar. Oh, yeah.
0: I thought for sure we were going to get some, like, almost scene-breaking Palpatine stuff where he'll, like, break character for a second and just be like, ah, oh, my God, can you get that guy out of here?
1: Yeah, I mean, 2008 would have been right at the height of when uh, Family Guy was doing Star Wars, so you, I, I would have been surprised to see either a Robot Chicken-esque or Family Guy-esque Star Wars joke here. But but no, he's, I mean, he's still in full-on you know, Chancellor Palpatine mode. So he's just sort of like, "Mm, hmm, charmed, I'm sure, you know, just very, very calm.
0: I think it's because it's not McDiarmid. If it was McDiarmid, I think he would have pushed for
1: it. That's true. I got to say, I don't know. I don't never seen him in anything else, but God, do I ever love Ian McDiarmid because he, God damn He's the progenitor of why city is so great. Oh yeah. But I guess that, I mean, that more or less wraps up like the, the Padme story is that her, her whole thing is eventually she catches wind that, that, uh, that the Jedi have the hutling. And so she's trying to broker this deal uh, with the two huts to, to do the, the the handoff in a safe way. But the two huts are too stupid and ambitious to be a part of it. So her whole thing doesn't really go anywhere.
0: Yeah. Now this, of course we have been doing this sort of out of like movie order. We're just kind of doing it by
1: character. Which it's fine. It makes more whatever. sense to do it that way, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I, nobody cares. I, I mean, are you really going to be like, Oh man, in between Padme talking about how worried she is and then talking to an idiot hut, we had to go <laughs> see Ahsoka Tano dress up a hutling like a baby. And you're like, okay, sure.
1: Oh, and, and if you're worried about whether or not the baby hut farts, don't be.
0: It sure does. And they're like, they have to try and hide this baby hut by being like, oh, yeah, we're going to try and make it seem like it's a non hut child so we're all going to disguise ourselves and just be like ah oh, we put a bonnet and a little like baby gown on a hut mm-hmm. and you get one of those classic like ooh when someone looks in the the like floating carriage they have yeah
1: yeah they're just like that's an ugly baby and when you look down it's because how dare you they've stuck a pair of legs on it at that point so that it, you know that like there's even there's even a joke line that i i thought they would not stoop to where uh where they they get the bottom half of the of the thing to to put like the tail of Rada into and and uh, they have to Anakin asks what it is and they like they're like that's an a- that's a mannequin Anakin and I was like shit really are you really doing that are are we there are we at that level <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so uh, I mean let's be honest though but panicking. the jokes in
0: this movie are not the best no
1: and you know we were talking we were we were talking earlier about uh kind of a fear that that Palpatine would have some of our kind of Palpatine humor in him. Instead, what we get is uh, uh, the Anakin-Ahsoka adventure, because the two of them have to go off on their own. They've got the hut, and they there are scenes where they have to pretend to be its parents, and there are scenes where they have to hide it. And basically, they're just doing their best to get to Tatooine, to where uh, to Jabba is. But every time Anakin gets a, gets a, a pithy line in the movie, it's, it's a joke where it's a slight alteration of a Vader line. That just, they just keep it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you were supposed to notice or whatever, but there's like, there's a scene where they finally get, I'm, I'm just jumping way out of order. I don't give a fuck. There's a scene where they get to Tatooine and they have to steal a speeder or sorry. It's like a car thing. It, it, they steal like a dune buggy looking thing to get to where they think Jabba's supposed to be, which isn't his palace. That, that doesn't exist yet. It's He's like at the, the pod, the, the pod race course. Anakin, luckily is very up to speed on all this. Cause he's from here. Uh, but there's a scene where he yep. where he's he's tinkering with it and Ahsoka's like, What the hell are you doing? And he actually he, he says, I am altering this wheel. Pray I don't alter it further. And you're like, oh, my God, that's okay. That's from Empire. Uh,
0: I can't believe you said that.
1: <laughs> what, that I said that? Or you just can't believe that Anakin would... Or It would be great if that...
0: No, if, that's that was my reaction.
1: <laughs> it'd be great if that was the I was films. hoping
0: that, like, Tano would say that. I am
1: altering the wheel. And I was like, oh, I get it. I get the joke. Okay. But it'd be great if that was Ahsoka's yeah. reaction. If she was like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> really? Like, Why? Looks to camera. <laughs> Guys, I don't... I don't know. I, the, Just, I, I get the thing where you have his shadow looks like Vader's shadow. I saw that poster. Everyone thought that was kind of cool. Fine. But the line, the line modifications.
0: Yeah. And it comes up like a couple times oh God. during this movie. Do you have
1: a favorite? I have a favorite. Uh, if you want to hear my favorite one of them. Oh yeah. Okay. They get, they get into Jabba's palace and they, they briefly meet with a, a young Bib Fortuna cause he's here now and he's already Jabba's major domo. And, and, uh, he is basically getting ready to kind of unveil an entertainment thing, because as far as I can tell, that's everything Job even this this sub palace that this new one of Jabba's uh seems to be entirely focused around having a singing dancing group in it. And hmm. and uh and so when they get in there and Jabba's not available and they're talking to Bib Fortuna, he like unveils this his newest entertainment act, and it's like these three droid singers, uh, which are designed uncomfortably sexy. I was not okay with this.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, you'd think maybe you'd be like, "Oh, is this a nod to like Gurry or something?" No. It's just it's just sexy robots. It's just
1: sexy robots and and then Bib Fortuna presses a button on like a little command pad he has and they start they start up but they're not like ready yet. Like that's the whole joke here is that they're they're new and they aren't tested. So they start singing briefly and then it immediately breaks down and one of their heads pops off and lands at Anakin's feet and he says, don't be too proud of this technological tenor you've created. And I was like, "Fuck you!" Ah, ah. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. I. I oh, yeah. I don't know if you did. You even know what that was from when he said? Because it sounds like just a stupid, out of place line.
0: Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah,
1: it's just they keep doing it. I. I get. It, I get it, but I. I don't know. Maybe did this come out at the same time as the cartoon, and then the cartoon just kept going afterwards? Is this like the halting prototype where it was just shitty? Maybe. I, I don't know.
0: I mean, when they were when they were trying to get off of the original planet is my favorite one when they're like oh we're gonna try and get like uh a transport ship out of here so we can get off of christopher mm-hmm. and they're trying to get the power started because they're just hijacking it and ahsoka cannot get this like jump started and he's like oh if only you knew how the power worked. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I get it. If only you knew the power. Yeah, okay, Okay. great, sure. Absolutely,
1: he just keeps doing that. And it's weird because I've never seen that be an Anakin thing before or since.
0: No, I think whoever wrote this Mm -hmm. must have been like immediately fired from then doing the TV show because good Lord.
1: (laughs) I can't help but notice that all of Anakin's lines are just Vader lines with one word changed. Yeah, isn't it great? It's called foreshadowing. No, it isn't. It's not. That's not what that is.
0: That's that's not what that is. You can't you can't just do a shitty job of writing this guy and call it foreshadowing.
1: Join me, Ahsoka, and together we will rule at pod racing. No, no. You're not allowed you're not allowed <laughs> no. that.
0: Oh yeah. And I mean, even the point where like they have to try to sneak into a place and he gets like A little black helmet on. Oh, right. Come on.
1: Yeah, that's that was a bit rough. Uh, and and they and Radda is dressed as a little baby Vader at that point too, which is like, come on, guys. I, 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 you know what? I guess it's not for us. It's aimed at kids. I kids are gonna see a little tiny hut dressed as Darth Vader and just be like, hell yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I love that. That's great. That makes. Let's get a toy of that out. That
1: makes the most sense. I was yeah. I was a little surprised to not see Grievous here. I was kind of hoping hoping for you know as long as we're stuck watching a Dooku plot, which saved me from a Dooku plot. He is the least interesting villain in those movies, even though he's Christopher Lee, and I fucking love Christopher.
0: Oh yeah, but you know it's Christopher Lee in a Lucas joint, so it's just like oh, I'm not allowed to do anything interesting. There well, we go. The problem
1: with Dooku is that of the three non-sidious villains in those movies, because you have Darth Maul, you have you have grievous and you have dooku dooku is the most directly connected to all the trade federation shit like he's the one who's actually oh, yeah. the, like talking to these to the nimoidians and the geonosians and what have you and so there's a lot of time of him just sitting around in rooms being like yes and the important thing is that we will also begin to trade duraluminum at that time
0: yes it is important that these trade routes shall be under our control
1: <laughs> yeah which you can almost tolerate if you know he's going to fight Yoda later, but here, not so much. Less so. Le- significantly less so. Uh, <laughs> now, at a certain point, our heroes do get captured by Jabba, uh, because Jabba more or less is like, okay, I, I-, I am up to speed on I- I've managed to-, to extend my knowledge and reach far enough and have my own kind of bounty hunters and what have you do some information gathering. I have learned that Rada is in your hands, so I'm going to send my own robot assassins after you. I catch you, and just because it's a standard uh, job of plot, he has to make them fight a big monster. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, the the uh, this is a, you can tell it's a much more kiddie proposition because the monster comes out and the monster monster itself. Sure, it's a great, it's a cool looking Star Wars monster. It's kind of got like a worm for a head and you know so, like a like a round mouth with teeth all the way around on the inside of it. Big purple thing, forearms, cool looking, right? Um, but they don't really fight it. Instead, it threatens them, and Rata starts crying because he's learned to love the people he was traveling with, and this softens Jabba's giant heart.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the fact that he starts to, like, crawl over to that vent and, like, reach down and be like, uh, uh, Akin, Akin. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. This is the worst.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's, it's a kid way of ending the story. That's the thing.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. Because you can't be like, ah, we're going to show, you know, our two heroes mercilessly kill a giant monster and then, like, beat the crap out of a hut. Instead, they're like, no, we've got to have the lesson of the movie be, oh, we can all get along. And, and little Robbie Hutt loves Anakin so much. like, Ugh.
1: So Obi-Wan's tale in this story is largely that he ends up hanging around with the clo- the, like, important clone troopers
0: oh yeah i mean it's mostly just him and the clone troopers getting into hijinks yeah which at least is semi-entertaining
1: this is where they deal with uh the bad guy uh worm loathsome uh have to make
0: up a bad guy just for this and he i mean of course since we have ventress and dooku you're thinking all right, cool. We're just gonna do standard stuff, but no.
1: I think they got the run of the impression, and maybe it was true. And I am now learning because I'm looking at the page for the thing that yeah, this was gonna be the lead into the. It didn't come out like in the middle of the Clone Wars show. It came out before it, and then the Clone Wars show started from. But Worm, mm-hmm. Worm Horm Loat, Loathsome is like this blue guy with tusks uh, and a long dumb head. And I think they were like A
0: long dumb head. <laughs>
1: I think they were like, this is the guy you're allowed to beat up on, because we might need Asa- Asajj Ventress. Maybe they still had a belief that they would actually be able to get Asa- Asajj Ventress into a movie or something at some point down the line, like a live action version. So they're like, no killing her.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe when we do the, the sequel movies and it's set in the future, we can have an old Ventress come out. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that that's the, the Tetakovsky series introduced on Lucas's direction to introduce Grievous and then also had Grievous get broken by I think it was Yoda who fucks him up dramatically, which is why he's all shitty in the in Revenge of the Sith. So I was yeah. kind of hope I thought that maybe that was the kind of thing they were doing here where they're like, well, introduce Ventress. And sure, she technically gets in a fight with with I think it was Obi-Wan at one point uh, and she gets all beat up, but she doesn't she like gets away that way we can maybe use her again in the future, and she'll be awesome then.
0: Ugh. Yeah. I wish that they had just entirely gotten rid of Ventress because she doesn't really serve anything except to show up and get into a fight and then leave. It
1: seems to be her only thing. Like she, she's another character, by the way, who gets introduced originally in the in the Tartakovsky stuff. There's like a there's an episode where Dooku is like hosting uh, gladiatorial fights to recruit like badasses to lead his dumb army of idiot robots and and uh she's like the you know it's like i i am gorgax the giant yelly barbarian with a horn helmet and so on and then she shows up and she's like well i'm a sith so i'm gonna win this i'm just gonna win this by doing flippy dippies and and then she she ends up working for him and then yeah all she ever seems to really do is just kind of get in fights that she loses she's like a ducktales yeah
0: (laughs) it's weird because it's like I know you really want people to think, ooh, Saj Ventress is a badass, but all she does is get into a fight and lose and leave. Yeah,
1: every time. it's She's about as much of a badass as, like, Don Carnage. Huh? He shows up at the end of every episode and then, you know, makes his don't shoot my first mate joke, and then he just gets beaten up and flies away. Oh, yeah. But yeah, this is... The, go ahead. No, just
0: the, the entire clone troopers and uh, Obi-Wan thing, I will say... You know, I don't know if I will say this is my favorite thing in the movie, but just them sitting around a table making jokes at each other and just sort of laughing at the other Jedi is at least one of the better things in this. Because you're like, oh, look, these clones have some personality.
1: Yeah, I especially appreciated how they were more or less immediately dismissive of Anakin themselves, where they were like, they were like that kid, he's way above his level, in over his head, that <laughs> nothing but trouble, that guy. Oh yeah, they just don't like it very. I, don't, I don't, mean, don't blame them. It definitely because they talk about like a
0: lot of the other Jedi, and they seem to like Obi Wan, but I feel like it almost verges into racism when they start talking about like the Nautolans and
1: fucking Kiadi Mundi. Oh yeah, they they call him like Mister Bighead or something, and I'm like, guys, co- it's it's just the worst. It's not okay. You know, that's 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 Star Wars racism. He's not he's not a a. a it's not his fault. He's Syrian, and it's a perfectly respectable thing to be a Syrian, especially a Syrian yeah. dude. I don't know if you've heard about that. Wink, wink.
0: Huh. Yeah, when they're all like, "Hey, why don't you get special dispensation like that?" Huh?
1: <laughs> well, unfortunately, there's plenty of human women or men. Aww. Plenty of human men. And plus, I wouldn't need it. Both I mean, of them. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm the gayest Jedi there's ever been. <laughs> uh I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that in any kind. Co- I'm just saying, Obi Wan. If he isn't gay, he absolutely should be if he isn't gay, he absolutely is yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I remember people saying that he was coded that way in the in the movie uh, in the uh, in the prequels and upon review I, I thought it was kind of a, a clever coding thing back then but upon review like as an adult like now watching it and seeing those movies in retrospect, he's coded gay in those movies according to people because he is bitchy. And I'm kind of like, oh, oh yeah. now I'm not on board with it anymore. I just wanted it to be gay because that's awesome. They never gave him any kind of semblance of a love interest. He never seemed to be interested in anybody. He just seemed to be no, he's just caddy, caddy. But and that's not uh, for that's not enough to hang a a, a coating on. Thank you. Oh. So anyway, I'm just hoping because I, you know what? Let's I'm gonna lay my cards on the table. It's not because he's bitchy. It's not because he's caddy. It's because he's you and McGregor. What? Ah. i I, i've i mean that's that's fair fair. it's i've seen i love you philip morris i would like more movies where ewan mcgregor is perilously gay please and thank you
0: uh anyway you and mcgregor so we get all of their various stories once uh the little hutlet gets returned we have of course they all get to go back to coruscant and get together and be like oh boy that was that was great and then the fact that at the end there's an entire dance sequence was Oh no. Just weird. I mean the fact that they were like, Oh yeah, all the kids' animated movies have to end with these nowadays, so here we go. Here's an entire dance sequence.
1: I mean, they were fairly clever about it. Thankfully, it it wasn't like a Shrek style dance sequence where everybody in the movie is just dancing where they were in the movie and it's disconnected. At least at least it's got Star Warsy music and oh, it's yeah. it's happening in that nightclub from the end of Phantom Menace. So at least at least there's that. Like everyone gets together there to have a drink and then like they're just dancing and having a good time. But
0: we do Yeah, I mean it's not like Walking on sunshine starts playing and then Dooku comes out and does the running man.
1: <laughs> on the other hand, that would be great. Now you sold me. <laughs> on the
0: other hand, that is exactly what I wanted.
1: <laughs> Luckily, it's just most of the good guys dancing. And then uh, there is the, the, the big reveal of it is <clears throat> it tur- they, they get to turn around and Rata is there and is doing a cute little hut dance. Uh, I, oh I yeah. Well, he's... he does the worm, yeah. and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. It's perfect. It's fine. Uh, Jabba, thankfully, not there. I would assume that would have been a huge hassle. But uh, presumably now he's gets, he, Rada gets to hang out with his uncle Annie, which is so cute. And it's such a dis- it's such a sad thing to know that this character is definitely going to die be- off screen between here and and uh, Return of the Jedi.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, the fact that they or maybe really he's just went staying on... with his mom. Like, well, I was gonna say it's weird that they went all in on the. Uh, like the little Rada being like having Anakin as his like uncle and the fact that you don't really see him ever again. No, he. I was like, this is weird that you decided to like make a super close relationship here where even like Jabba essentially gives his blessing to this and just never again mentioned.
1: Yeah. His wife vanishes. I got to assume it's just the job a total deadbeat. Like we've been saying this the whole time. Uh, because you know of where he is, he lives on Tatooine, and he's a weird crime boss, and not like a respectable hut business crime boss. uh That that he just he, no, I mean <laughs> his palace
0: is in the process of being constructed during this, and it essentially reads like it's a man cave. Yeah,
1: like he's just about ready to ghost his family. And yeah, rada as far as I know, never gets mentioned again. I'm, I'll let me, take, let me look up his, uh, his Wikipedia page here. Oh. Oh. Hey, John, did you know that in 27 ABY, he was killed by the Yuzhen Vong? Oh, good Lord. Why? <laughs> I'm kidding. That didn't happen. That's not, I'm just making shit up. In fact, in oh. fact, there's no mention of him ever again. There's some behind the scenes notes, if you want. Uh, the He was inspired by the 1989 samurai movie Shogun's Shadow, because oh, there's all those scenes in the movie where he's being carried on the backs of Jedis who are fighting, even though they've got a they've got a hut on their back. Yeah. Um, so apparently the mo- the character was either wildly unpopular or just the movie being kind of a, fa- uh, a, 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 uh, a, a failure kept him out of the rest of the cartoon series. Cause he, ne- he never shows up in anything ever again.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, I've never seen the cartoon series, but the fact that he just sort of disappears out of anyone's knowledge mm-hmm. is, uh, it's weird.
1: It looks like, because uh,
0: they really do set it up as like a big thing.
1: Yeah. We've got the, the nickname, uh, Doofus, which is what Ahsoka called him in the movie all the way. She's called him Lil Doofus. But also, apparently, his nickname, according to Jabba, was Padunkey Muffin, uh, which yeah. translates to Punky Muffin, which feels kind of like, like Huttese is just English with extra steps. Pretty much. Like if you just throw an extra dumb syllable into every word, congratulations, you're speaking Huttese, or maybe Gungan.
0: Maybe. One or the other. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to get into our bests and worsts for this? Not
1: really. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it. Let's, let's go. <laughs> All right, that's fine. <laughs> We're done.
0: All right, so what was your favorite thing in Star Wars The Clone Wars?
1: You know, I, I have never especially cared for the focus that they started to pay to, uh, on characters like Cody and Captain Rex and, or, and so on. Uh, because I just, for whatever reason, they just never rang not, right with me. But here they're actually okay because they're just kind of played off like like veteran soldiers who are just bored and having a good time. And I like that. I like... And also, the only real action scene they get after the initial kind of fight on Planet Christopher is uh, that they get to participate in the beginning of the fight against Ventress. But despite that, they don't get to do all that much besides sit around in various ships and bars and talk. But I like that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, my
0: favorite thing is also them. More specifically, the one scene where they are all... Talking together around the table about stuff and then fucking uh, Obi-Wan does that uh, from Aliens knife trick, but with a little like vibro knife. He does the in between the fingers thing on one of the guys. Yeah, that was pre- I was like, that's a neat, weird callback to aliens. Yeah, That's
1: something, you know, how Star Wars movies need to pay homage to Alien from time to time. That's just Yeah, right.
0: I was like it's a weird choice that you would do that but I get well, it. Whatever.
1: I mean this thing's got references to Al Capone in it. Why not, right? Which by the way, that's going to that's going to yeah. be my least favorite thing. But but, but first of all, oh, what sure. was your favorite thing? Was it that? You just agreeing? Okay.
0: Yeah, that that's what I was saying. Is that scene specific? Now, it's
1: not that the Al Capone hut is my least favorite thing about this movie. I don't really care that much about it. I get it. It's a comedy cartoon classic. Uh what it is is the end scene where right after Anakin and Ahsoka are more or less rescued from fighting the I think they were calling it a jar or something like that, that big purple thing. Uh, there's a scene mm-hmm. where Padme's whole shit finally is pays off more or less because, you know, Bib Fortuna comes running in and he's like, Great job, uh, you have a phone call or whatever. And it's it's a hollow vid of uh, it, it, the, the joke is that there are too many people on this hollow vid because you've got a, a, a or a Padme trying to explain that, you know, they didn't kidnap your kid at all. It was your tret- their your treacherous brother, zero, who really, could you please talk to him about that feather headdress? Um, but in, in addition to her being there, Jar Jar's in there, plus both those hut senators are in there and they keep trying to like squeeze each other out of the frame. And I was like, this is stupid. I, I don't, yeah. and they keep talking the, with their do- both in Huttese and still doing the whole like Al Capone and his giant friend accents. And I, I was just like, this is enough. The movie's already been resolved. We don't need this. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, that's me. What about you? What's your least favorite thing?
0: I mean, I figure my least favorite thing is honestly the fact that the opening crawl was narrated in the voice of Yoda. <laughs> like they just had Yoda narrate everything that was scrolling across the screen in the yellow. I was like, that's not how you
1: do it's this. It's also not how he talks. Like, he the, the, the thing wasn't written in Yoda dialogue, so it felt very broken for them to do that.
0: Yeah, the fact that he's just reading it out loud and not doing, like, the Yoda, like, speech versions of it. Yeah. I was like, this is strange.
1: Yeah, he was just like, you know, a galaxy divided, striking swiftly after the Battle of Geodosis. And you're not like, after Battle of Geodosis, strike swiftly? They did. You're like, come on, come on. I know, I know how Yoda talks. Everyone knows how Yoda talks. Yeah. Give me, give me the good shit. I wonder if their plan was to drop that, like to quietly drop his 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 uh, reversed dialect to for the show to like be like, no, we're not going to bother with it. It's complicated. It's difficult. Frank Oz didn't sign on. He's the one person who could make it sound okay.
0: Yeah, because they didn't. Like I said, they didn't get anyone back. So it's not like Yoda is Frank Oz.
1: Yeah, I man, it killed, i I love that he is still alive, but it always makes me sad to remember that that he is the last of the original like Muppet gang. That's still kicking around. I saw a tweet. So sad. I saw a tweet a few like a month or two ago where where uh someone was like, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sad that everybody who was originally involved in the Muppets gang is dead from Dave Gels to Frank Oz and Gels or, or I'm sorry. Oz responded with a tweet that was like, shoot, I'm going to be really sad about this later. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anyway, that was my least favorite thing and yours. So I guess we got to give this fucker a rating.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and give this. A rating out of 10, we are each going to give it a 0 to 5. Jeff?
1: 2? I think it's a 2 for me. This is not, it's, it's not fun. It's just kind of boring and, and, and too goofy, just way too goofy, Uh, which it's weird because I would appreciate a goofy Star Wars movie if it wasn't like this level of kid goofy. So, so yeah, I'm going-
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like a 2 is correct. Yeah. Uh, just, it's ugly. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but I didn't like watching it. hmm and in fact, I didn't. <laughs>
1: Why do you always give the game away?
0: Hey, April Fool's, everybody. We didn't watch this movie. No. We just, uh, we've just we just been fucking around for an yeah, hour. We just been... The April Fool is you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and unlike Seventh c where we read it and then re- not reviewed it, we just didn't watch this, so I don't even know what's going to happen next.
0: Yeah, I honestly don't really know anything that happens in this outside of I read the... Two-sentence synopsis on IMDb, and, uh, yeah. I
1: looked up a list of names. That's that's all we allowed ourselves, but April Fools! Yeah, all
0: I got is the IMDb page,
1: and that's it. We didn't watch this, and according to the box office, neither did you. (laughs) Ha ha! You didn't know! So, I guess thanks so much for listening, but, hey, we can still talk about the bonus content.
0: Oh, yeah! I mean, we're still going to actually do the bonus content because there's no way I'm not watching an episode of The Littlest Hobo. I watched. So join us for TV Mastery. We're watching The Littlest Hobo. We've got a lot of nonsense going on in our uh, reviews of this show. For a show from Canada in like the early 80s, late 70s about just a live action dog that helps people, it's... There's a mythos here that goes very deep. Yeah, and
1: it gets deeper every time we watch one of the episodes. I'm getting increasingly excited about it, so uh, I can't wait to talk about this week's episode. This week, I accidentally watched two episodes, uh, but I am ready for the one that we were supposed to watch, and I can't wait to tell you all about it.
0: Yep, so go over to patreon.com slash system Join us at the $5 level. It unlocks every single bit of bonus content we've got. It keeps us going, doing what we're doing, means we can make all the content that you want, even if we don't want to, except for today. This is for us. April 1st is our day. Yeah,
1: it's our own holiday. If you're going to get really mad about it, that's okay. We're sorry. Not really.
0: Yeah, I'm never sorry about April 1st. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for Movie Mastery. We will be back in another couple weeks with more. And until then, April Fools!